Um, so this weekend I went to my very first '90s bar. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a good and um, I know. Well, I didn't. I didn't really want to go, and then <laughs> um, a group of friends were going, and I was just kind of at home in my PJs, saying like wasn't doing anything actually so i was like okay well i guess i'll go and i'll have a good time it it turns out that they were having a themed party okay and it was a t-swift themed shut party ah yes it was so much fun wait like the 90s place is putting on taylor the 90s place was putting on a taylor swift themed party so everyone came and they I mean, they played some other songs too, but for the majority of the time, it was Taylor Swift songs. Oh and my gosh! I just <laughs> want to throw it out there: if you ever find an opportunity to go to a Taylor Taylor Swift themed party, please go because it was so <laughs> much fun. I danced my heart out. It did feel like a younger crowd. <laughs> well, yeah, but. I knew every single word. Well, and that's not the typical music you find at like a bar no, or a club. Yeah, not at all. So like, I feel, it was just a bunch of people just singing their hearts out and dancing. And it's funny because it's not really like danceable. Oh yeah, it is music. It's but it's not like it's club more like music. jumping around singing exactly. into someone's soul. I was twirling. I was essentially. Yeah, I was naturally. just kind of twirling and bopping around. Um, but yeah, it was a really sing, good time. Do you want to sing a snippet of your favorite song of the night? A favorite song. of the night? Do I? Yes, please. Um, You've got that dainty, dainty We can we can cut that mark. That was terrible. Don't cut it, Mark. (laughs) Hello, 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 Taryn. I feel like I haven't seen you since last this time last week. Yes. And that's Little rare. do that's you rare. all know, we're just using this podcast, I'm using this podcast, as an opportunity to hang out with my friend and stare <laughs> into her eyes for, you The know. staring into your eyes part is a real thing. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think I've looked this intently at you in our lives at all, in our yeah. friendship at all, until we started this podcast. I feel like I have no choice but to look at you. Well, because usually eye. we're sitting, like, think about it. We're either mm-hmm. in a car. Yeah, we're usually driving or somewhere. Or we're on a couch <laughs> watching TV. <laughs> So we don't necessarily sit and stare at each the other. Of everything that we do together, <laughs> we're driving Pretty somewhere much. or we're watching something. Pretty much. <laughs> but um, welcome to unsolicited advice. Hello, welcome. We are, you know, we're we're super established now. We've been oh, we doing are. this for so long. Um, if this is your first time listening, we basically answer people's questions. Mm-hmm. We um, try. We listen to stories. We, we try to stories. help them. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you are like, hey, how can I get a piece of this? Cake? <laughs> sure. Was it? Oh, a piece of this action. <laughs> I mean, Is that the thing? I feel like I'd prefer cake, but. Okay. Do you want a piece of this so. cake? <laughs> you can send your situations or stories to adviceunsolicitedpod at gmail.com. That's it. Yep. Yes. And we would love to hear all of your stories oh, with yeah. all of the juicy details. Yes. We prefer if you title them, but no pressure. If you don't yeah. want to title it, we're not going to force no, you to do let's it. Let's clarify. Ashley would love you to title it, but you know what? If you don't title it, Whoa. Title it. Don't worry. She'll do it for you. I will. Because I, it I means will just that much that. to her. I'm going to assume that if you don't title it, you're leaving it blank for a reason. And it's for me to fill it in. <laughs> Pretty much. With what I think should yes. be the title. Pretty much. Oh, we have a Facebook. We have a Facebook now, we guys. Do. Taryn made us a Facebook. This is for you guys. Really? It took me way longer than like a young savvy kid probably would have taken, but I did it. Don't say that. You I did created, it so fast. I created a button. You created I didn't a even know you could do that. Yeah, it's like it was like, do you want to create a button? And I was like, I don't know what that means, but let's do it. What does and that it, mean? You push it, and it sends us an email. So you can <gasps> send us an email with a click of a button. Guys, you don't even have to remember our complicated email yeah, anymore. You're welcome. <laughs> Just go to our Facebook page and click the button. Yes. If you click it and it goes to a weird site, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still learning. <laughs> We're going to blame it all on Terry. Come yeah. at her, not me. It's not my but fault. But our goal is for like it to be, you know, because we're reading these stories. We're like... Uh creating these like human connections you Mm -hmm. know from Mm -hmm. people who listen to hearing about other people's stories so you guys can go on and like actually be like talking to people who are part of the ua fam yeah 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 i like that a lot actually that's gonna be great it's gonna be a good time yeah also um talking about like making connections obviously we come every single day with emails from you guys um while I was scrolling through emails trying to find, you know, something to talk about today. I saw an email um, from this uh, from Sage. Hi, Sage. Hi, Sage. Um, he says or she says, we don't know. 
They say. <laughs> I think Sage is a girl. Your podcasts are the best. I don't are I don't have any questions to send in, but I was wondering if you could talk about your favorites of the month. Whether what it be like it? TV shows, songs, artists, whatever. Love listening to new music. Love the podcast, Sage. I thought that was so much fun. That is fun. And it, you know, I, I have read a lot of things of people saying that they want to hear stories, our stories. More. Yeah. Um, uh, which is which is great. <laughs> yeah. But I don't really know what stories to say. But yeah, favorites, yeah, yeah. I can do that. It's May. Oh, it's May. I know my, oh, my favorite. I can tell you my favorite day in May. Okay, You sure. should know this. Like, if you don't know this. I'm slightly disappointed. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the fourth. Why? Because Star Wars and because <laughs> four is your favorite number. Yes. But because Star Wars. May the fourth be with you. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm obsessed with the number four. I was, so it's waiting, a great day. I was waiting for you to post about it. Well, I forgot because I was at a wedding and my life has been insane lately. Guys, but... Taryn has had wedding after yes. wedding after wedding. And I'm not I'm not kidding. She's in every single one of them. It's <laughs> always it's, a bridesmaid. <laughs> always a bridesmaid. It's so funny. But she's been going like crazy. That's why yeah. I haven't seen her in a long time because she's been in so many weddings. True that. But that's my favorite. What's a May favorite for you? Uh, May favorite for me, I feel like I'm, I'm obligated to say Game of Thrones because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, you know, where winter came. Yeah. It's here. It's, it's here. upon us. It's upon us. And uh, yeah, it's Game of Thrones has been taking over my life. Yes. Every single Sunday. And then I've been listening to podcasts. Bend the Knee. <laughs> Bend the Knee has been my favorite. I've been listening to it um, Monday and Friday. <laughs> and like <laughs> it, ending the episode, I listen to it on Monday. And then they do like a recap on Friday and like predictions for the next episode. Oh, that's cool. And it's been so good. So I've been listening to them a lot. They're called Bend the Knee. If you guys that's are cool. Game of Thrones fans. Get on it. Also, since Sage asked about music, I have a brand new band that I'm obsessed with. And they're called Refs. And they're kind of like a... Uh, kind of pop, poppy, kind of like an indie pop vibe, I guess. But it's R E F S, and I found them on um, Spotify recently, and I'm obsessed with them. I've been listening to them nonstop. So Sage, if you want new music, you should check out Refs because yes, they're my jam lately. Yes. Also, No Rome just came out with his new EP not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Taryn's a big Love fan him. of No Rome. Also, he- we just saw him. Yeah, well, at Coachella, Coachella, he came out, and it was so funny because everyone around was like, who is that? And mm-hmm. I was like, it's no room. I just kept yelling. I was she kept screaming room. it. And I then the him. whole time I was sitting here, and like, I didn't realize he had blue hair, I guess. Yeah, well, he, he's had red hair. He's had blue hair. Okay, because he his... came out on stage, and everyone, you you seemed to know who he oh, was. Of course so I, I kept sitting here thinking, how come I don't know who he is? And I kept looking at him. He yeah. has blue hair. I, I don't him. know anyone that and looks like him. his big old glasses. He's mm-hmm. great. So, yes, those are some things. Yeah. So, there you go, Sage. Yeah. We got some favorites for you <laughs> and some new artists for you. And I feel so productive because that's just like checking things just off boom, my boom. list. Uh, how, is anything stand out this week for you? This week? Uh, aside from the Taylor Swift thing? No, not really. Oh, yeah. um, I've just been vlogging a lot. Nice. Which has been fun. Proud of you. Yeah, Proud thank of you. you. I, uh, I fell off the vlog game. For a hot minute, and um, and you know we're getting back into it. I didn't stop. I would still upload, but they would, yeah, be, you know, little nuggets, <laughs> little nuggets here and there, <laughs> like long stretches of days in between, yeah, yeah. and then like pick it back up again. Um, but yeah, so we're back on the vlog game. If y'all miss the vlogs, I said y'all. y'all. I never say y'all. I say y'all. You know what's been happening? I have a lot of friends out here that are from the Midwest. Yeah. That I see regularly and they say it and it's starting to rub off on me. I, I feel it. I can I dig feel it. it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I had something happen this weekend that was another prime, prime example of why, like, that things happened to me that happened to no one else. Oh my God. I'm so, I'm so excited. Yeah. So um, this weekend I was at a wedding. It was great. Of I got course to, you were. <laughs> I got to walk down the aisle carrying a baby because, so there was too many girls versus guys. So I literally walked carrying a child like down the aisle and it was just the most beautiful experience of my oh. life. Um, and We're very different people. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I loved it. That sounds very stressful to me. No, I loved it. Um, I also picked up a curling iron by the wrong end and like severely burned my entire oh, hand. So that sucked. Oh, you did. Yeah, so it's been a fun weekend. But we went to this brunch after the wedding. And okay. every like there's all these tables, all these people. We go to like open our silverware. And I was like, why did they give us two knives? And everyone was like, what are you talking about? I was like, but when I unwrap my napkin, there's two butter knives. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't understand why they give us two knives. Nobody in the entire place, everyone got a fork and a knife. 
But me, at the seat that I selected, uh-huh. I had two butter knives. These things only happen to Terry. Only. Tear. We should create a hashtag. <laughs> and when these things happen, you need to take a picture of I them. Do. So we oh can gosh, start having brilliant. proof okay. of these stories. Because I, okay. I, I feel like I've, I've mentioned to you guys before in past episodes that when I first met Taryn, all these stories that she would tell me, <laughs> I like... I kind of didn't believe her. I don't think a lot of people believe me. I kept thinking to myself, there's no way all this stuff happens to one yeah. person. But the more that I started hanging out with you and then the more like our friendship blossomed as it were, <laughs> um, I, I would be like witnesses to all of these yeah. things. Like I'd see it happen firsthand and I'd be so shocked. Yeah. So we're just going to put it out there from now on. When yeah. things like this happen, you need to take a photo of it and I'm going to post it and we're going to create totally. a hashtag so the world can understand all of the struggles. Yeah, no, it's hard coming in your life. It's really I was hard. walking across, like trying to get up in the stands for one of my brother. He was coaching one of his football games. Mm-hmm. So I'm like walking. There's all these people walking. A stray football comes flying and just freaking smacks me in the head. Oh my God. And I look over and I was just like, son of a. I was so <laughs> mad. And this little kid was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't even know how it went that way. And I'm like, I literally, like, I'm a magnet. You're like a magnet. And it's all this horrible. stuff is just drawn to you. Anyway, so that was my weekend. <laughs> Good times. Uh, let's go ahead and get into stories. Yeah, let's let's. let's. I'm very. I think excited we talked, and ones. you have like more of like a deep one. Yeah, mine okay. um, is a little more serious. So let's do. Not that mine isn't serious, but like mm-hmm. let's just do because mine's a little shorter. Should I go first? Okay. Yeah. Let's do the shorter one first. Okay. I feel like that's what we end up doing all the time. That is very it's true. A good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good routine. It's a good rule. Oh, routine. also, uh, we read someone's comments that called us out on how we say like. Oh, it's true. I just want to say. We're like, triggered. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, did you hear me? I just want to say, like. <laughs> Shoot. It. No, we can't say anything. Um, yeah. The t- honestly, this episode's going to be rough because I'm probably going to be thinking about it now. Yeah. But none of this is scripted. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs> See? I know. I can't. We're just sitting here just talking. Mm-hmm. And like is a filler word. Like, um, or, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so a lot of times when I'm reading something and then I'm offering advice, like, it's just come. Don't look at me. It's look. just coming out. Yeah. So what would you rather have us saying like, but it being a more natural, genuine feel or me reading from a paper? OK, <laughs> I'm triggered. OK, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, really, I don't I don't mind. My dad always tells me I say like too much. But yeah, uh, it's it's I understand yeah, that that can be annoying. So I'm I'm going to try my best to not Why don't say you it guys as often. Just make but... it a drinking game. Oh. <laughs> Everybody take a shot yeah. when you hear when like. you hear the word like, <laughs> just go ham and You're maybe welcome. maybe start listening to us on a Friday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or coffee or water, whatever you Friday night. <laughs> if you feel like you're not hydrated, sit with a water bottle. Take a swig. We got you. What we say like? We're going to get your health level to the next yes. level. Just good. listen to that, us. That was pretty good, Ash. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to get started now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is from Jessica. Hello, Hello Jessica. Jess. Um, she said, hi, Ashley and Taryn. My question or story is this. I work in retail full time in the fulfillment department. I don't even know what that means. Fulfillment? Fulfillment department. <laughs> I've never worked in retail. Fulfillment department. I did for like a summer and I don't remember anything being called fulfillment department. Well, luckily, this story doesn't have to do with her department. Like, she doesn't need help in that area. So, I'm just going to roll right past that. (laughs) Okay. Let's just shake that off because I don't know. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh, she explained. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. I swear I read this before. Yes, I did. Oh my God. She says, We do online and in store pickup. (laughs) I'm so stupid. Okay. We do online and in-store orders, buy online, pick up in-store. Oh, like you buy you online. You order online, you pick yes, it up in the store. It. Let me, I'm here. I'm yeah, here. thank you. Um, we are a super busy department. Also, let me just say, I love my job, my coworkers, and my direct boss, Ashley, her, new, her direct boss. There's so many Ashley's Ashley. out there. There are a lot that's of true. Ashley's. That's yes, true that's true. In fact, when I was younger, I didn't like having a unique name. Because, like, it was embarrassing in school. You know, like, when you're young, you want as Everything's little... Everything's weird when you're young. Attention. Yes. yes. So, like, when the first days of school, I would get so embarrassed. And I would literally have anxiety when they were coming to mind. Because without fail, they'd be like, Tarine, Tarne, <laughs> Tanya. And I would just sit there. And then everyone starts laughing because <laughs> they pronounce your name wrong, you know? Yeah. And so then I'd get, like, so embarrassed. So I remember telling my mom, why couldn't you have named me Ashley? Yeah, that's so funny because I... 
I hated my name Ashley because on a completely different side of the spectrum, there was always multiple Ashleys in the room. Mm. So it, it never failed. I had to be Ashley M. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. there was an Ashley C and there was an Ashley T. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. there was always multiple <laughs> Ashleys. And then I kind of feel you on this because my last name is McDonald. Yeah. And whenever the kids found out my last name, all the fast food restaurant jokes would yeah. come out. Like they would yeah. ask me for fries. They'd ask me for shakes. They would like, you know, yeah. it was like, is Ronald your dad? I'd be like, no, you idiot. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. No, it's rough. It's just, you know, that time in life is just, it's a rough. It, it is a rough We go. should get back to the story. Again, again. I, you know, every time I listen to our stories, I realize how many tangents we go on. So many. But we always bring it back. We do. And it always comes full it circle. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, so her boss's name is Ashley. <laughs> um, she says, my, my problem is our store manager. Uh, basically one afternoon it was me and one other guy we were super busy so I called our store manager and told her we were busy and asked if she could send someone over to help us for an hour or two let me just say this woman is Jekyll and Hyde you never know what mood she's in so anyway she does send someone to help and I'm thinking to myself I did a good thing the next day I got told off by the store manager through my boss that I've been here long enough to know I shouldn't call her with my problems and should have just called my boss even though she wasn't there so she was off yeah um I haven't cried at work in a long time and I cried because I was so angry I've I've had that where you like cry because you're angry and like it, that almost makes it even worse because yeah. you're like embarrassed mm-hmm. that you're crying, mm-hmm. which just like triggers more and more. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I remember one of my one at uh, one of my first jobs, my boss saying something to me, and I don't even remember what it was, and I just remember being so upset about it because um, it. I remember it specifically not being my fault and yeah. not knowing what to do about it, but feeling so frustrated, and I just start crying, and so yeah, it's an automatic response sometimes. Yeah, and I it makes me feel weak, so I would. I always run to the bathroom and like get it out of my system and then come back and because yeah. I never wanted them to see because if they saw no, me yeah. cry then I felt like you feel dumb I feel dumb yeah yeah which no, I, I shouldn't totally agree. but that's how I it's how it is yeah um okay so my question is how can you respect a manager that you don't like my boss Ashley thought I did the right thing and she was very nice about it but as far as our store manager I have zero respect for her this woman passes by me every day asking How's it going? Act like this never happened. What advice do you have for me? Thanks a lot. Um, I honestly, this one stuck out to me because I feel like this is a very common thing. Yeah. Like most of the time when you talk to friends and you ask them about their days or whatever, a lot of times they want to vent about their boss. Like Mm -hmm. or someone they work with that they like don't have respect for. But then there's that whole like professionalism that you have to deal with where it's not appropriate to like sass back or right you know or actually talk to say other employees about it totally because but it always gets that's back. why you end up going home to friends and family and that's yeah. why like horrible bosses is a movie you yeah. know because <laughs> people get so frustrated but they have no one to talk to about it so they yeah. end up just telling friends and family yeah i um i had a situation with a boss like a while ago where um i just i had zero respect for him and it was really hard for me and I went home crying a lot just because you like kind of like hold in all that frustration and um something that helped me and this is I'm gonna I'm getting on a tangent a little bit but like not really probably not so (laughs) there's this there's this theory um or it's kind of like a like an approach called collaborative problem solving and it's something that you use a lot of times with like little kids Okay. Um, this I'm like getting into like obviously what I do, but yeah. um, but the whole approach is basically like instead of just like coming at a problem and telling someone you did this wrong and this is what this is how you need to correct yourself type of thing, um, you you bring them into that process and you also lower like certain expectations that you have on a person. Okay. So and their main theory is that that kids or people because it totally translates to like any area of life would do better if they could okay so it's like super simple but it's basically saying like every time someone has something where like so for instance like a boss that like yells at you and is like super aggressive or mean or whatever they're showing you in that moment that they're lacking a specific skill to be able to communicate in a healthy way. Yeah. So whether they, you know, are like really stressed out or they just don't have 
healthy social emotional skills or whatever. Um, so it's basically saying like when you see someone acting out in a way, you can kind of step back and see like, well, they're lacking right now. Yeah. And you don't take it as personally. I Does love that make that. sense? I love that. And I feel like I feel like that even though you're saying this this is a thing that's used with children, but this is clearly something that can that can go all the way yeah. up to adulthood and past that. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. No, yeah. So that's what I would say is like start to look at your boss as like I mean, they're a human being and they obviously like for someone to like freak out and like turn from Jekyll to Hyde in like a second, it means like they I mean, she obviously has something going on or like she doesn't have the ability to process her emotions in a correct way. Yeah. So almost if you look at it that way, you start to sympathize kind of a little bit and you don't take it as personally because you're like, this is their own ugliness going on inside of them so like I'm not gonna let that affect me you know yeah no for sure and then obviously if they ever cross a line or you're miserable then I would start looking for someone else right it's not not someone else somewhere else to work yeah um crossing a line is a completely different situation so I agree with that but as far as the other thing goes I was gonna say something similar because I've had so many different jobs in the past um and I've I've had bosses that I loved and I've had bosses that I hated and um it was really hard, but now that I, it's weird because now I'm self-employed mm-hmm. and technically I don't have a boss. Do you hate your boss? But I have to Just be kidding. my own boss. <laughs> so I feel like looking back now, I'm realizing the amount of things that they had to juggle probably. Yeah. Um, and they can't get mad or vent on anyone else yeah. so they vent on the employees yeah, when well, they make a mistake yeah and like know? HR could have just reached out to your boss and been like this is ridiculous these yeah. extra hours you're approving blah 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 and so then she takes that embarrassment and whatever and like puts it out yeah like word vomits on, on you, you. Yeah. yeah which so, sucks yeah no and, and, and that's what I'm okay. saying if, if she's she's making you feel like she's like attacking you and this is happening all the time then like obviously you got to make a choice for like your own health like it's not healthy to work somewhere where you feel horrible all the time right but yeah. at the same time honestly like for me it helps me when I start to just see the humanity in people and yeah. then you kind of like you're like huh I wonder what's going on or I wonder where that came from. And then sometimes you're able to have a healthy conversation later and just be like, hey, like, yeah, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, you seemed very upset and you definitely were very angry when you talked to me. So yeah. it kind of addresses like you kind of chewed me out, but like yeah. without being like you chewed me out. Yeah. And just saying like, I'm I'm really sorry. Like, this is where I was coming from, you know please let me understand like how I can handle this different next time. And then maybe that'll help just kind of open the communication. But that's yeah. kind of what I would say about no. this. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too. Um, I feel, I feel like there is a way just like parents, like there's a way to talk to yeah. bosses. So obviously <laughs> not all bosses are great. Like there are the terrible ones that just like chew you out for absolutely no reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, and, and in those situations, I would just, just man just trying to be the better person the yeah. entire time and hopefully they'll like notice it um but in other situations when they are obviously stressed and going through stuff um there's there's a way to say what you need to say in the most polite and passive way mm-hmm. and I, and I don't always encourage <laughs> passivity but um when someone talks to you a certain way or talks down on you in in that tone like like in this situation right here I think give them time give them space brush it off because you know it's not you yeah if you didn't actually do something wrong you did nothing wrong yeah (laughs) you know um and then come back maybe when you clock out or when you're the day's done or the stress is over go back to them and just be like hey I just wanted to see like if you're okay yeah. Because um, you seemed off today yeah. when you told me to do this. And then sometimes I think repeating what they said kind of like sparks it. Yeah. Kind of triggers what they said in their brain and they yeah. realize what they said. <laughs> yeah. And then they it gives them an opportunity to apologize. Totally. But you're also in the most polite way standing up for yourself. Yeah. You know, because totally. you, I, I don't want you to get walked over and you, sh- you don't deserve to be walked over um, or chewed out like that. So definitely stand up for yourself. But there is a time and a place and a way to do it because yeah. it, we have to like, they're still the boss. Yeah. And you have to respect that. Or you can just be like, do you have any diseases? Because you spit on my face when you yelled at me and I just want to <laughs> know if I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> or that too. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I feel like this. I love that. 
you got this. Hopefully, we helped you a little bit. And um, bosses, yeah. bosses, boss work situations. Thanks, thanks for worst. sharing your situation with us, Jessica. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being vulnerable with us. Yes. And uh, moving on to the next story. Break. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box, a fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for being a part of our little unsolicited advice family. We love you guys so much and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice Change for your world. friends. Change the world. <laughs> Help us get the word out there. And uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, yeah. back to the show. Welcome back. I just, Ash, if, yes. if I look like I'm winking at you, I'm not. My eyes twitching so badly. My eyes bugging me too. I yeah. feel like there's an eyelash <laughs> in here. The entire time you were telling your story, I was having to focus and also try to find this missing eyelash in my eye. I was so bad me. because we look at each other, obviously. Yeah. And so like my eye would twitch and then like I'd close it really fast to like try to make it stop. We're both and doing the same thing. I was like, I hope she's not getting distracted no, or thinking like. I mean, I was distracted from my eye, but no. No, I, I listened fully, but I was just having a hard time on okay. my own. But I didn't even notice you doing that. Probably Tight. because I was distracted I with my either. own problem. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. What you got um, for us? I have a story today uh, from Julia. Hi, Julia. And um, this one's a little more heavy. Ooh. So I'm going to just kind of go ahead and throw that out there. Okay. 
um, the title, which she titled this. Nice. I do want to just make that clear. Um, She titled this, How Do You Deal With a Mentally Ill Mother? Oh, wow. Yeah. So let me go ahead and get on into it. She says, Dear Ashley and Taryn, my name is Julia, and first of all, I want to say that I love your podcast a lot. Thanks. Thanks, girl. That means so much. That means so much. Um, she continues saying, so I don't really have a story, but more of an extremely difficult and stressful situation, and I'm kind of getting sick of it. I go to high school, so obviously I still live with my parents. It's sort of always been normal in our family that my parents fight all the time, and my brother and I have to deal with it. It's been like this since I was a little kid. The last couple of months, though, have been even more difficult because my mom has been diagnosed with a mental illness, and my brother has been giving her a really hard time with it. Mm. Just so you understand this better, my mom turns the tiniest problems into something huge. For example, we had a huge fight because my dad and I wanted to have strawberries for breakfast. Or another time, she started crying in the middle of an airport because my brother and I got some food and she wasn't okay with it. The fight might also be about me or my brother behaving badly, but weirdly in the end, it always ends up being about my mom and father. Overall, there has just been a lot of yelling and crying at home. What makes it very annoying is that she never says that she's sorry. But I guess all of this is because of her illness. However, it's been worse the last couple of months because my brother got a girlfriend who is the best person ever, but my parents don't seem to like her, Mm. which is always hard. Yeah, hard. Um, all of that doesn't make the fights any better. And the day and day after day, I watch my mom falling deeper and deeper into depression. She's really sad all the time. And I hate seeing her like that because she is normally such an awesome woman. I feel like I have to take care of her, which is so stressful. High school itself is the most difficult thing ever because you have to deal with all sorts of people. I feel like I have no one to talk to about this. My dad is at work 24 seven and my older sister just recently moved to a different city. My brother doesn't understand my concerns, and my best friend never gets how bad it actually is at home. How do I deal with this? Do do you have any tips? I'm sick of feeling sad and empty all the time because of how things are at home. I do try to stay positive, and whenever I'm not at home, I'm good at forgetting about it, but eventually I come home to a sick mom and an angry brother every day. I'd be really happy if you talked about this on your podcast because I believe there are a lot of teenagers out there who don't know how to deal with their families fighting all the time. Love, Julia. Oh, my gosh. I know. This is so sad. I'm so sorry. Um, It's so – I feel like high school in general, your relationship with your parents at that time is such a tricky spot to be in um, on its own, let alone when um, you have so many moving pieces like this and one of them being mental illness. Oh, totally. So um, I've never actually experienced something like this, so – I, I don't I don't have anything to kind of draw from, but I have had a lot of friends who have had similar situations. Yeah. Um, so I feel like any advice that I have moving forward is coming based off of that. The first thing that I did want to say was that I remember I had a friend who mentioned this before and I went online to double check and it, it is there. <laughs> I just wanted to confirm before yeah. I said it out loud. <laughs> um, there's a, it's a mentalhelp.net website Uh and um she went on there all the time because they have not only like information and stuff like that about different um mental health illnesses and stuff um like that but they have chat rooms which i thought is really cool and i remember her going on there and it's kind of kind of like a um kind of like a google chat where you can type in a question and random people can come in and give you advice and answers or hey like i don't know where to find this hey click this link kind of thing totally um and i remember her saying specifically that this was really helpful because one they were complete strangers they had no Mm -hmm. idea who she was they didn't have to see each other face to face so she felt like she could be very vulnerable with them um instead of just like for example if you were journaling about your frustrations you don't really get feedback. Yeah. And you don't always feel comfortable telling people, even people that are, you're super close with and you love, about your mom. Well, especially if you're not getting the responses that you feel like you need. Like yeah. if you're telling a friend, you know, these traumatic things and it's like this really raw place and your friend's kind of like, okay, well, big deal. Like, yeah, my mom's annoying too and walks away. Yeah. Then it's like you're not going to feel as comfortable coming to that person because you're like, I know that I'm not going to get what I need right now. Yeah. And yeah. on the other side, I, I, I'm I, trying to try to really understand Julia's perspective. Um, 
as hard as it is that your mom has this mental illness, I'm sure this has probably happened already where people say if if you do vent or you, or you do open up a little bit, people are probably going to be like, oh, well, she didn't mean it. Or, yeah. oh, you know, because she didn't. And, and there is um, the illness to be considered. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that it's right that you're being treated this way. Yeah. You know? So I hopefully um, people in this chat room can will understand her perspective totally. and say, no, it's not okay. Yeah. And, you know, kind of maybe help her through that. So maybe that's something she could check out. Yeah. Well, there's something about, like, unless you've gone through it, and even if you've gone through, you know, say, like, I had a death in a family and you've had a death in the family, I can tell people how I felt and what I related to, and that can help you, but there's also going to be differences from your story, too. So, mm-hmm. It's, it's like you can't really understand what someone's gone through unless you've gone through it yourself. But then they also are going to have different perspectives and different things that help them. And, and um, you know, I know, like, when I had a family member pass, all the people that would come to me and be like, you know, he's in a better place or, oh, um, you know, give me, like, these things that, like, I felt like were normal responses when someone passed. I didn't realize how much that like pissed me off. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, that doesn't make me feel better right now. Like I'm sad and like, just let me be sad, you know? But it was the people that were just like, my heart is with you. If you need anything, let me know. And just let me like have that space and like, let me know they were there and thinking about me. But you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that changed the way that now I deal with anyone who has someone pass away. Yeah. So I think that's what's so powerful about finding places where there is that common ground because all these people are probably going through similar situations and can either direct you or they can just be those people that just respond in a way that you feel like you need. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like that'd be really helpful for her. And obviously the more you talk about it, the easier it is to process. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I, I know it, it would, it'll be hard starting off, but... I would talk to as many people as you possibly can. Yeah. It doesn't, it, I don't, I, I know sometimes it can feel like a, like you're burdening people or you don't want to bring someone down with this really serious topic. Um, but honestly, the more people you talk to, the better because you'll, you'll begin to form your own opinion yeah. and be able to um, no longer have to deal with it inside your head all yeah. the time. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say was um, I read <laughs> while I was on mental health. <laughs> mentalhelp.net um <laughs> that in a lot of situations because the person with the illness um has a really hard time communicating espe- especially one on one um with their emotions um because if if you at all blame them for anything then they immediately over exaggerate and throw defenses up even though yeah. it's not necessary it's just part yeah. of the illness so one of the best things to do to communicate with them is writing letters, which is something Taryn talked about a couple oh, yeah, yeah. a while uh-huh. ago on the podcast. Um and and this works in life period. Yeah. <laughs> I think is what what where Taryn was going with this. Um because it helps you get your thoughts onto paper. And this is something you don't necessarily have to give to your mother right away. Yeah. Um but you can write your feelings out and and kind of store those letters away. And then if and when you do feel like you're in a good place with your mom, then you can always give her one of the letters. Yeah. And if she's in like a better place that day or in a happier state that day, maybe she'll be able to understand it more. Yeah. No, I I think that's such a good idea. And I think um, this just came to my head, but I think honestly, the the biggest thing that kind of concerned me when I'm hearing her talk, like, cause she's got like, Julia, you have so much on your plate. And I think like you need to acknowledge that like it's really hard. Like Mm -hmm. I can't even comprehend what you're going through. My, my heart definitely goes out to you, but I can hear in just like the stuff you're saying that you're starting to get in not a good place. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, um, you know, I was just on the airplane the other day and I remember like I used to always get so frustrated when they would say, you know, if there's a loss of oxygen, these masks will fall. And it would say, put your mask on before helping like your child. And I was always like, No, like you make sure the kid has their mask on first before you put your own. Like that's so selfish. And I remember like someone finally describing it to me and being like, if you're dead, you can't help anyone. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not healthy, 
you can't help. You can't. And that like that's just what's coming in my mind right now is like you've got to make sure your mask is on so that you can help your mom put on a mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so right now like you got to make sure your heart is okay and it sounds like when you're away from the situation you there is some peace that comes with that. So Maybe that means getting involved in some activities or maybe you start to go on walks where you listen to music or you start to like have your little things that you're kind of filling up your cup, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then that way, when you go to your mom, you're in a more healthy state. So when she is freaking out about stuff, it's kind of like what I said about the first thing, like you're able to see... specifically like you're not seeing her as like oh my gosh she's frustrating me but it's almost like you see her and you see her illness separate and you can separate it to be like this is not my mom yelling at me right now this is like the illness illness that she has yeah and it kind of will give you that cushion so I that's my biggest thing I would say is like you've got to make sure you're healthy because in the end like you're not going to be able to help her and Mm. it's going to drag you somewhere if like you keep letting that kind of pile on you the way that it does yeah you know what I mean no definitely and I think I think that'll be the great thing for her you're obviously Julia a very strong girl um but I do want to say also um another thing that could help you is is finding um an adult mentor of some kind oh, yeah, if totally. your mom is not available right now and your dad's busy at home probably or working tr- probably trying to pay medical bills um yeah. Uh, there's a, a lot of sometimes schools offer uh, counselor counseling. Yeah, um, you can find some online. But if if there's a close family friend or someone that you feel comfortable with, um, that you could start opening up with, I think, I think you would find yourself really thriving and being able to understand the situation a lot better. Um, if you have uh, someone kind of mentoring you along the way, yeah, um, because. That's a lot for someone, especially your age, to handle. Oh, totally. Without any adult help, you know. Well, it's kind of like you almost, you know, she's talking about like, well, the way my mom used to be, my mom mm-hmm. used to be. And it, yeah. it is almost the way like you almost have to like mourn that. Like yeah. the loss of like, you know, like how your mom was. Yeah. And like let yourself grieve and like, you know, like still honor her and like remember that. And but also like it gives you space to accept like where your mom is at now and like to be able to you know come alongside her and find like the joy in the in the moments that you are able to have those interactions but also you know be there to support and not take things personally when she is in a low point you know what I mean yeah um yeah, man, this is this is really tricky. Yeah. Um, and another thing, and I, this is just, I literally jotted down so many mental <laughs> notes that I was taking while I was reading your letter. But another thing I, I thought about saying, um, and I think I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, it, it. I think it's good um, when people are going through stuff like this to kind of bring back happy things. Yeah. Um, because because mental illness um and i think the state of your mom's mental illness is it sounds pretty severe um maybe even treat maybe even treating her to like painting her nails or having yeah, a, a yeah. girl movie night yeah. um watch a rom-com with her or or something like that to just kind of remind her and yourself really um that you're still family and she still loves you and you still love her yeah um and it is it is a distraction and it's not going to fix the problem but I think it's a good reminder um of like love and life and family and how that that's not going to end yeah um so when when you're feeling up to it and when she's in a good mood maybe maybe kind of spoil yourselves and do something fun like that um it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You could even just write her a thank you card for, you know. Yeah, to just like pour into her. Yeah, yeah because well, she's going through it too. She's, I mean, she mentioned that her brother doesn't handle things well and he gets angry and that her dad, like the fighting. So there's a lot of other people that I feel like you've got to like address too. Like mm-hmm. I would take your brother to lunch and just be like very raw with him and be like, hey, this is really like affecting me and I know that you're going through your own thing and I am too. And like, this is where I'm at, but like I would love support in this area or, or with your dad and being like, dad, like when you guys fight, like it really affects me and like, I love you guys, but like it's really weighing on me. So that way, you know, and, and with anything, when you come to someone and you ask for support, there's always a chance it's not going to 
go the way you want it. Right, right. Um, Which is, you just have to. Yeah, but honestly, it could be something where they're like, oh, I didn't even know it was affecting you, you know? Mm -hmm. So, especially, I feel like, especially um, your dad. Yeah. Because with with these situations, usually money gets involved. Yeah. And that is so much more stressful. Yeah. On top of it. So, yeah, he might not even really know. Yeah. Well, and they're probably all processing in different ways, you know, and different stresses. So, yeah, I would just like have your moments, find, you know, find your new things at work, find your new routines. But above all, make sure you're taking care of yourself and Mm -hmm. making sure you're healthy and you're separating yourself when you need to and you're feeding into yourself and find good support, whether that's a chat room or, you know, um, another friend that you reach out to go to like your school counselor and just be like, hey, like, could you do some research? Like what's available in our area that I can like kind of access or maybe she'll be like, hey, like, why don't you come every fifth period and like hang out with me? You know what I mean? Like just start to kind of put feelers out and see who you connect with. Yeah. Because there's there's things out there. You just have to you just have to actively look yeah. for them. That's and she all. know like she even said, like, I feel like other people have gone through this. And and yeah. I am so sure I know personally people in my life that have dealt with mental illness in their family. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a hard thing. But it's I think so you definitely need like a good support yeah. system. Um, so thank you, Julia, for writing in yes. and thank you for being so vulnerable with us. Um, I really hope that this helps. Yeah. Again, don't forget to check out that website. And um, can you say it again? I already yeah, forgot. it's mentalhelp.net. Okay. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot of information there. And then I think the chat rooms are going to be. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Great and helpful, too, because cool. it's 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 helpful reading about stuff online, but it's yeah. it's so much more helpful when you're talking to someone who's going through yeah. the exact same thing, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, hopefully that helps you out. Deep <sighs> breath. I know. That was heavy. Yeah, I think, but thank you, Julia. We will definitely be sending out prayers and vibes and-, and um, All the positive yeah, things your way. Wishing you the best. Um. I feel like I need to like breathe. I know, same. Um, I should. I so Taryn and I have been talking about when we have more serious things like this, and how one we love them. We we love all oh, totally. the letters. Um, but we, we we were saying maybe we should start ending them on like a lighter note. Yeah, well, I know, like, if it is more serious. The other day, like, well, so even for us, like, we'll end recording and like. And, you know, it's like, okay, like the clock stops, like we're we're getting ready to go on with our days, but I'm like, oh, like I feel like heavy, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 because so, that's heavy stuff. Yeah, we were talking about, um, I personally have a plethora of like really cheesy jokes that I know that like probably only I, I will jokes. find that's funny. That's not true. That's not true. Someone out there, Mark will laugh. I can't see Mark. I can't see Mark. Mark. Okay. I'm watching you. Okay. So I'm just going to say a few. And this is not to like distract. It's just it's just a lot. It's bringing up our moods. We're just yeah. like lightening it up so that we can go on and kill our Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. okay I'm so excited. Okay. I have a few. I'm just gonna say them. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Are you gonna like guess or no? Broom. <laughs> I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my head. No. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Supplies. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this one I didn't get, and then I started crying when I finally got it. Okay, what is Forrest Gump's email password? I don't know. One, Forrest, one. (laughs) Get it? It's like run. (laughs) I didn't get it, and I stared at it, and then I finally said it. Oh my god, it's so terrible. It's so good. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If you're American, when you go into the bathroom... And you're American when you come out. What are you in the bathroom? <laughs> European. What? How'd you know? I had to think about it for a second. But you just came up with that? Yeah. You heard it? No, I for sure you're just so got smart. that. Thank you. What thank the you. Heck? I'm proud of myself. I never I'm do proud that. I'm proud of you too. Okay, last one. Okay. Did you hear about the Italian chef who died? No, I did not. He passed away. Oh my god! Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> those are the like some cheesy dad jokes. It's Jeez. so good though. It's so, but those are honestly like 
the jokes that kill me. I know, I know, I know. Like, they do. I had so much fun looking at I'm up. sure you did. I, I can like just picture more. you in front of your laptop just <laughs> Googling them all. Oh my gosh. Ew. Well, well done. If you guys want um, <laughs> more lighter note <laughs> jokes, endings, endings, yeah, let stories, us know. shorties. Because I could get used to this. Like I, I said, know. I got plenty of material for the We can, episodes. We can for sure start ending episodes um, or that are more serious. You guys could send in jokes. Oh. If you have funny jokes, or, yeah, or like a or a cool quote, um, or a funny shorter story, because we, we've yeah. asked for like funny, embarrassing like situations. But if you have like a short one, yeah, we'd love those, and we could end them with we could end them with one of those. That'd yeah. be fun, cool, yeah. Little encouragements, yeah. Little snippets, little things like that. Yeah, we love a good laugh. But if not, I'm ready. Karen's ready. <laughs> I'm ready. And she'll have a, her all the jokes. <laughs> To brighten all of your Mondays. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for writing in. We can't wait to uh, talk to you guys next week. Yeah. And uh, yeah. That's, we appreciate that's all you we all. Have to say. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>